Welcome to Moments in Truth. I am your host, G.T. Stikes. The purpose of Moments in Truth is to give you a few minutes of encouragement by providing simple truths from God's Word, identified and explained from a biblical worldview. Now, today we will be continuing a 13-lesson series on what we can learn from the life of Christ, and we are going to continue to look at the earliest stages of Jesus' life from the point of conception. Now, if you missed our last episode, I invite you to go back and listen for a good context in connection with today's. If you have your Bibles and you have a moment that you can look at them, turn with me over to Luke chapter 1, and we are going to pick this up in verse 39. If you don't have your Bibles, just listen as I read. Luke chapter 1, verse 39 says, Now Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste to a city of Judah. And entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary that the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Now the baby that is in Elizabeth's womb is who we know of in the Gospels as John the Baptist. On verse 42 it says, Then she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. Now we see Mary's cousin Elizabeth being filled with the Holy Spirit and being guided by him to bring comforts and praise to her cousin Mary. Now, notice that Mary is identified as blessed because she believed in the message from the Lord. Now, we get to see what Mary thought about God, and we begin in Luke chapter 1, verse 46. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord. Now, magnify like a magnifying glass. Mary is saying that from her very soul, she lifts up God in honor. She makes him big in her mind and in her heart. She greatly esteems him. All right, look with me at verse 47. And my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior, for he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. Mary identifies that God has seen her humility. Again, that connection to the maidservant that we had from the last episode. And her simple love for him. She recognizes that all the generations of her people following her will identify her as blessed because of this great honor bestowed upon her. Now notice here this incredible humility of Mary. You know, she doesn't point back at herself and say, yeah, of course God chose me because I'm the best. And we can chuckle at that a little bit, but we have so many in our culture around us today that consider that they must be the most pronounced. They must have the most likes show off the most in order to be given any kind of honor, in order to be praised, or in order to be blessed. And Mary shows us that it is the complete opposite. It is not about ourselves, it is about God. Now Mary continues to speak about God. Look with me at verse 49. 
for he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. Now again, identifying God, he who is mighty. Now this is a name for God. In the Hebrew, he is called El Shaddai, meaning God Almighty. No one is mightier than God, and holy is his name. Now holy means perfect. There is none other more perfect than God. And what else does Mary say about God? Look with me at verse 50. And his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. God's mercy is on those who fear him. Now, this is not fear as in being afraid. This fear is about respect and honor. Those who honor God, those who submit to his leading, and those who honor him, mercy is given to them, just as mercy will be given to us today as we honor God in the same way. Now, we are actually going to be talking a little bit more about fearing God and what this looks like in a future series, in a couple of series from now. So be on the lookout for that. But fearing the Lord is something very important for the Christian. Now, what else does Mary say about God? Look with me at verse 51. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. Now, God shows his strength, his mighty abilities. He scatters those who are proud in their imaginations and hearts. Those who are not humble struggle ever finding happiness in God. Look with me at verse 52. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. Now God in his strength has pulled down the proud and the mighty and has instead exalted the lowly and the humble. Look with me at verse 53. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. So God has filled the hungry with his goodness, but to the rich they remain empty. Now just to clarify, there are many people who have this idea that wealthy people, rich people will never be forgiven of their sin and be able to go to heaven. But this is just not true. All of mankind is invited to be forgiven. Everyone has the opportunity to one day be in heaven. And the reason that the wealthy in scripture is often considered as one who is not forgiven is because of their attitudes. And when you have so much and you have no need for anything, you tend to only look to yourself and your money for your answers. But those who are poor... And those who are hungry look for ways to overcome and to have what they need most. The rich that are sent away empty here in verse 53 is of those who believe they have everything that they need. So they refuse to humble themselves to be filled with God and his goodness. Now, what else does Mary say about God? Look with me at verse 54. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. As he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever. Now, God has helped his servant Israel. The Israelites are God's chosen people at this point. They're God's chosen people currently, and they will continue to be God's chosen people in the future. Now, regardless of their faithfulness to him, they continue to be his chosen people, and for that, we must give them respect. Now, what is our takeaway today? Well, Mary has been given the opportunity to carry the Son of God in her womb. 
to be his mother. And her response to that is praise to God. God gives her the opportunity of a lifetime. And you don't see her complaining, but you see her instead praising. Now, God uses his people, not just the Israelites, but those Gentile gospel believers that put their faith and trust in him. And by uses, I don't mean in a bad way. I mean that God grants opportunities for greatness. But our response should not be to complain or whine about what we don't have. And it shouldn't be about ignoring the opportunity. It should be about praising God. Now, Mary could have said anything. She could have highlighted all of her own personal struggles and the what-ifs of the future, and yet what does she do? She praises God. Now, when you are unsure of what the future holds, Be thankful for what God has given you and be like Mary. Praise God for who he is and what he has done. Now, let me encourage you today with a good meditation to both meditate on and to memorize and to hold on to. This is a great passage for the gospel believer. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 through 6, which says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. And this is a great verse to meditate on and to memorize. Now, you will find at times that it is difficult to meditate on God's goodness, especially when your mind is filled with all of the cares and all of the bad news of the day. However, When we put our full trust in the Lord and and we don't lean on the things that we think is best, but instead lean on God's goodness, lean on his helping hand, he will make our way straight. He will iron out those fears and he will help us to think on the right things. You know what a lot of our inability to think right is about? It's our perspective. It's leaning on what we think, or what we know, or even where we feel most comfortable. Now, perspective takes a lot from us. God tells us over 365 times in the Bible not to fear. That means that it's our choice as to whether or not we fear. We are commanded to choose joy. And joy isn't a change in our situation. It's simply a change of our perspective. It's a change on how we look at things. I was asking a friend recently about his back because he has problems with his lower back. And his response was so true. He said, it's good when I don't think about it. But when I let myself focus on how it feels, that's all I think about and it hurts. Now, where's your mind today? What are you focusing on? Focus on God's goodness, not on the what-ifs and not on the pain and struggles of life. Let me go to prayer for you today. Lord and Heavenly Father, I pray for the listeners today. I pray that you would encourage them. And I pray, Lord, that as they read and study their Bible and as they're encouraged, that they would praise you. 
I pray that as struggles even in life come on and we're able to reflect on the goodness of you, that we go to you in praise and in thankfulness to you. We thank you for the example of Mary and how she praised you, even during some of the most difficult circumstances and opportunities that were presented to her in her life. Lord God, I pray for us today that we would do the same, that we would praise your name, that we would be thankful for all that you have given to us. Lord, I pray today that the listeners would not trust in their own understanding, but I pray that they would trust in you with all of their heart. I pray, Lord God, that you would continue to lead and direct our paths as you see fit. In your name, I pray these things. Amen. Well, I invite you to tune in to our next podcast. We will continue to be discussing lessons from the life of Christ. And next time, we're going to be looking at three things that we can learn from Christ's early childhood. Now, thank you for listening to Moments in Truth with G.T. Stikes. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen to today's podcast. We would love for more people to hear the truth of God's word. You can help us reach more people by sharing following and subscribing to this podcast please be sure to check today's show notes for links to any additional resources encouragements and how you can help with this ministry